0: Right now, these are the stocks Michael Burry owns in his portfolio as of his last 13F filing for the third quarter in 2023. Since then, these stocks are up 9.57%. Dr. Michael Burry is an American investor and hedge fund manager. He famously bet against the real estate market in 2008, which is documented in the movie The Big Short, based on the best-selling book by Michael Lewis. We can find out Burry's latest trades based on his 13F filings. Burry runs Scion Asset Management where he manages a quarter billion dollars of assets. His latest 13F filing included 100 million dollars of these, as his US listed assets. These also include two put options on the iShare Semiconductor ETF and Booking Holdings that we'll cover in more depth later on. So why does he own these stocks? Does Michael Burry's investing style really work and what can we learn from his portfolio? In this video, we'll answer these questions by a deep dive analysis into Michael Burry's stock portfolio, reviewing the stocks that are in the portfolio and comparing Michael Burry's performance against the market. By the end of the video, we'll run the numbers to see how each of these stocks have performed, how much Burry has received in dividends, and how diversified his portfolio really is. I'll also share with you the lessons we can take from Michael Burry and apply to our own portfolios. Before our analysis, I want to welcome you to Global Value, and share a friendly disclaimer. Please remember that this is not financial or investment advice, and that you should do your own due diligence and make decisions based on your own circumstances. Now let's get right into it. Starting with the put options, the reported value in this Form 13F is different from the actual value of these unexercised long put options. That's reflected on Michael Burry's books. These put options are Michael Burry's way of having short positions against the market. We saw similar activity in 2023 where he had shorts against the S&P 500 and the QQQ ETFs. Burry's biggest short today is against the iShares Semiconductor ETF. This is the first time he's opened up a short position against this. What hasn't been new for Burry is a put option when booking holdings. He's had a series of different options with the company in three quarters in the last two years alone. While they may not be exercised, the underlying value of these put options are $47 million and $7.7 million respectively. They'd make up huge positions in the portfolio, but this value isn't based on the cash he outlaid initially. Based on his latest 13F, from stocks he's held since September 30th, 2023, Michael Burry is up 9.57%. At the same time, the S&P 500 is up 15.28%, so Burry's lagged the market. In his portfolio he's had some hits and misses over this time that we'll take a deeper look at while it's a short time horizon tracking these by month burry didn't do too hot from september into october he did much better from october through the end of 2023 so far to start 2024 his stock portfolio is down seeing how Bury's stocks have contributed to his performance the big winner is stellantis this is a sizable position up nearly 28 percent in the last handful of months He's also had winners from Hudson Pacific Properties and Nextar Media. A long position in Booking Holdings also did well for Burry. Among his losers, the biggest is Chinese e commerce giant Alibaba. Joining Alibaba is fellow Chinese e commerce company JD and The Real Real. Outside of those three losers, the rest of these stocks have done pretty well. Based on this filing information, Burry's biggest position is Nextar Media, with an $8.8 million position. Nexstar Media Group operates in television broadcasting. They're the largest TV owner-operator in the United States. Nexstar is a company Burry's had a history with. He's previously bought and sold out of this at the end of 2022. He added to this position twice at the end of 2023, possibly around the same levels it's trading at today. Nexstar Media is a $6 billion market cap company that trades in between its 52-week high and low. It's also owned by a handful of other super investors. When the company's compared to other media, it's looking pretty decent. They trade for around 14 times earnings with a 3% dividend yield and 19% returns on equity. A DCF for NextStar gives them a fair value of $185, while analysts are targeting a stock price of around $203. Stellantis is Burry's second largest stock with an $8.5 million position in the business. Like Nexstar, Burry has history here with Stellantis too. It almost matches the exact same history where he added to the business then quickly sold out in 2022 as things went sideways. More recently he added in the middle quarters of 2023 and the stock has gone up since then. Stellantis is the result of Fiat Chrysler and PSA Group in 2021. I've covered the company previously on the channel, today they trade at a $33 billion market cap, They're pretty close to their 52-week high at $21 per share, and they're owned by this handful of super investors. Stellantis trades potentially extremely cheaply, with just a third price-to-sales ratio and under a 2PE, plus they have a 6% dividend yield. Analysts give Stellantis a price target of $21.5 per share, which is right about their current stock price. Remember, Stellantis is up for Burry since he first bought in. Starbolt Carriers is the third largest position with $5.4 million invested into it. This is another company Burry's added to quarter over quarter, so we're beginning to see a theme here. Starbolt Carriers is a deep sea freight transportation company. I've also covered this company previously. There are just three other super investors who have small positions in this $2.2 billion company that trades close to its 52 week highs. A DCF model puts a fair value for Starbulk at around $27 per share. That's a pretty decent upside. Analysts are targeting a price of $26, also with a decent upside from today's prices. As their stock price is pretty close to when he first bought in, maybe Burry sees the same. Booking Holdings, which owns Booking.com, is the fourth largest position at $5.3 million. Stock Circle has their industry wrong here, but it's another company that Burry's had history with. It looks like Burry saw value in a number of these companies at the end of 2022, then he quickly changed course as their stock prices started to fall. But he saw value in these companies again toward the end of 2023. This $122 billion company is very close to its 52-week high. It's also owned by a prodigious list of super investors, with a lot of them having relatively smaller positions in the business, but still are invested. A DCF model gives them a 6.6% fair value upside. However, analysts are targeting a lower price than today. This would be a downside of nearly 30%, coming in at a price target of around $2,600. This is the first company we've seen in Burry's portfolio that's more split here, Definitely a lesser known business, Euronav is the fifth largest position with $4.4 million invested. Euronav also is a marine shipping company that Burry's added to in back-to-back quarters. Even though they're lesser known, this is a $3.9 billion company that's trading in between its 52-week high and lows, closer to the high. A handful of super investors own this one as well. A DCF analysis gives their fair value a 4.3% upside while analyst price target gives them an upside of 18.8%. One of the most contentious stocks in the market, Alibaba, is the next position at $3.7 million. This was initially a bigger buy from Burry than what it is today, as its stock is one of the few that's gone down in his portfolio. Burry's had a more of a trading relationship with Alibaba, as he bought at the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023, then sold entirely, and then bought again. That hasn't been the most prudent decision so far as the company's stock price is down since then, but time will tell. Alibaba's a mega cap Chinese stock trading close to its 52 week lows. There are some decent sized positions in the business by other super investors. A few other value investors not listed here have sizable bets as well. Alibaba's trading pretty low compared to the market in the tech sector overall, but this company has its own key risks. You know, A DCF puts their fair value at $191, with a potential 159.5% upside. Analysts, for the most part, are also very bullish on the company, with a 133.4% upside. Next, Bury invested into Hudson Pacific Properties, with a value of $3.6 million. This is another company we've seen Bury add to in back-to-back quarters, and their stock price is higher. Hudson Pacific Properties is a real estate investment trust that owns and operates office buildings and media and entertainment properties on the West Coast. This $1.2 billion company has had a very rough time in the last several years. Today, they trade in between their 52-week high and low, closer to that high end, but they bottomed out at less than half of their current share price. Around 10 different super investors have positions in the company. A DCF analysis gives their fair value a 4.9% upside. Analysts are much more bullish on the company with a 101% upside and an $18 price target. Another Chinese e-commerce company, JD, is a $2.9 million position for Burry. Burry seemingly treated JD and Alibaba the same. He added to these companies and sold out of them entirely in both of the same quarters and now he's back in for a lower price. Even with that, the price of this $38 billion e-commerce retailer has gone even lower. JD trades just $2 above their 52-week low. Like Alibaba, it's another contentious Chinese tech stock that has a decent number of super investors invested in, albeit in small amounts. JD seems to also trade very cheap compared to peers and the market overall. A DCF analysis is extremely bullish on JD, more than doubling its current fair value from today. Analysts seemingly wanted to top that with over 300% upside. This quadruples the company's stock price. A lesser-known company, Crescent Energy is Burry's next holding with a $2.2 million position. This is a company he first bought in the second quarter of 2023, then in the third quarter he sold out of some but not all of the position. This $1 billion company trades smack dab in the middle of its 52-week range, and it's owned by three other super investors. Analysts are targeting a price of $17, giving it a 59% upside. The second smallest position is The Real Real, coming in at $1.6 million. The Real, Real is an e-commerce company that Burry added to in back-to-back quarters in 2023 to start the year. He sold 50% of this position in the third quarter of 2023. Its stock price really hasn't changed that much since he either bought in or sold out of it. It's by far the smallest company Burry has in his portfolio with a $202 million market cap. It also trades in the middle of its 52-week high and low. There are just several super investors with very small positions in the company. A DCF fair value gives a 216% upside from today. Analysts are way more bullish on the stock with a 600% upside. This potential asymmetry may be why Burry has a small amount in his portfolio. The last company in Michael Burry's stock portfolio is Safebulkers at a $1.2 million position. SafeBulkers is another deep-sea freight transportation that Burry's added to in back-to-back quarters. Its stock price is up since he first started buying into the company. This half-a-billion-dollar company is owned by just one other super-investor, Jim Simons. It trades just under its 52-week high. A DCF value of SafeBulkers gives it a 23% upside. Similar to the other shipping company Burry has, Starbolt Carriers, jumping into Burry's dividend income, we'll be reviewing that and his total returns to shareholders. If you're enjoying the content so far, please smash the like button and subscribe to the channel to ensure you're notified when we release similar videos in the future. Since September 2023, Michael Burry has unrealized capital gains of $3.9 million. This comes along with dividend payments of $352,000 since then as well. This includes the first dividend payment from Alibaba and big dividends from Euronav and Starbuck carriers. Across industries, Burry's pretty well diversified. Although it is notable, as of the time of this filing and video, he doesn't own any industrial stocks. The finance stock listed here, Hudson Pacific Properties, is a REIT, not a diversified financial company. So there are sectors in the American economy Burry seems to be steering clear of, plus the tech companies he owns are Chinese-based. So what can we learn from Michael Burry's stock portfolio? First of all, he likes to take industry group-based bets. We saw this with investments in marine shipping in a few companies, plus he owns a couple of Chinese tech retail giants. While those tech companies haven't worked out for him with his trading strategy, these other industries have done pretty good. Even if he's underperforming the market, he still made money overall. Another lesson comes from his investment philosophy of buying very cheap companies. He's buying what almost would be considered rogue kill companies by the stock market given their valuations. Then when things have low optimism and they turn out to be not as bad as anticipated, their stock prices often roar upwards. That's been Burry's investing philosophy for most of his career, even though he has the fame for shorting the real estate market. He's much more so focused on taking a global, almost macro-based approach, than constructing his portfolio bottom-up from what he believes is likely to happen. Some of the best protection he can get is when he invests in these companies for very cheap. So what do you think of Michael Burry's portfolio? Is it something other investors can model? Do you think Michael Burry outperforms long-term, What do you think of the stocks he owns and what other lessons can we draw from his portfolio? Share those and any other thoughts in the comments below. If you would like to learn more about other super investors and attractive opportunities in the current market, make sure to watch the next video. Thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next one.